What's up, guys? How are you? Welcome into the Tuesday morning edition of the Daily Juice Podcast. My name is Matt Peralt. You can always follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk. Matt, this podcast on bettingpros.com and is always being brought to you by BetMGM. All right, so a two and two night last night. Two and two, really a four and four day on Sunday. So Sunday, Monday in the NFL, we wound up six and six. Not awful, not great. We were down the juice last couple of days. We're up a little bit thanks to the fact that we got our one game same game teaser right and that's why we teased it guys we teased it because we did not want to have the horrific end of game kick down you know kick the kick your teeth down your throat type of ending we're going for two Doug Peterson's down you know 14 scores a touchdown decides to make it six versus making it you know get the two-point conversion there and then onside kick and there's all logic and our friends at you know Matthew David Doe I tweeted it out and put it on the discord chat he had a break down the math as to why you go for two there. I still think that if you kick a field, kick the extra point, it's seven, and you're still, you know, in in line at least to get into overtime versus, you know, you don't get it there and you're down by eight, and then okay, fine, you have a chance to potentially get an onside kick and then need a touchdown two point conversion. So it just adds an extra layer of problematic, you know, how difficult it is in that situation. But regardless, it didn't matter for us. Because we teased it. So we teased it down to a half a point and the under at 54 and a half teased it up and took the under for the total. So we hit on that. We hit on DK Metcalf easily. The dude had a monster game catching the football. We missed on the Miles Sanders. He just, he dropped a couple of balls and Boston Scott at the end on that garbage time drive, Boston Scott got all of the passes that Miles Sanders we would have hoped would have gotten. So we didn't get that right. And we started the day off with Texas laying seven against Davidson. They did not win that game or didn't cover. They won the game by two, but they didn't cover. So two and two here. And we thought tonight we would have NFL football. And we thought we'd have a big Pittsburgh Steelers against Baltimore Ravens game to give out and break down, right? We thought we were going to have Sunday night, Monday night, and Tuesday night football. Well, instead, it's Tuesday, uh, sorry, it's Wednesday afternoon football. Because they want the game over before the tree lighting ceremony on NBC. Which is the dumbest thing to have a football game in the middle of the bleeping day on a Wednesday. Now, that's 1240 here. Now, that's not great because I teach a class on Wednesday and that was supposed to be my last class. So I'm going to have like a 15-minute class on Wednesday because I have to watch that game. And so that's really frustrating, and I don't like that. But if you were at work, wouldn't that be the most annoying thing ever if you were at work and you have a 1240 Pacific time kick or a 340 Eastern time kick for an NFL football game? Are you kidding me? My goodness. Now, how angry are these players? The Steelers are ferociously mad because essentially they keep on pushing it back And it feels a whole lot like they want the Ravens at full strength because they could have Lamar Jackson back. They most likely are going to have at least one of their two running backs back, if not both starting running backs are going to be back in this game. And who knows how many other starters could be there. So it's like the Steelers thought they were playing this game on Thanksgiving. Then they thought they were playing the game on Sunday. Then they thought they were playing the game on Tuesday. And now they're playing the game on Wednesday. This is really problematic. And what it creates is the fact that we're going to have three games on next Monday. (laughs) Next Monday night is a triple header on Monday night. I don't think I've ever seen that. 
I could be wrong about that. I'm 43. I don't remember. We've had doubleheaders all the time in, on Monday Night Football. But a triple header on Monday Night Football? Ooh, boy. That is going to be very, very interesting to see on Wednesday and then into next Wednesday. So we've got two plays I'm going to give you here on college basketball on Tuesday. Half a unit on the each. We're going to go light tonight. We're going to tiptoe in here. You know, college basketball is still very volatile. We've gotten off to a decent start, but I didn't do very well yesterday. Uh, I got the uh, I, I got the Texas game wrong on the podcast, and then we added Alabama late, and we added uh, we added the Providence game where oh Indiana. So we had we went two and one or one and two rather on college basketball yesterday, which. It took me, by my count, I'm 10-5 and five so far in college basketball. So not great, not awful, not awful. I mean, good. I mean, that's, that's up, right? 10-5 and five is decent. So that's where, by my count, I'm 10-5 and five so far in college basketball. And so we're going to go with two games here today in college hoops. Both of them are ugly. Both of them I don't really like. But, you know, <laughs> it's just kind of where we are here on a Tuesday. So... You know, these are the types of days where if I didn't have to bet every day, today would be a day I would take off. But I'm going to play one unit and have two plays and just kind of watch some basketball and then get ready for Wednesday for the uh, Steelers and the Ravens and then get ready for what will be a big weekend for college football and into the NFL. So kind of a mess of a week in terms of the schedule. No Thursday night football this time around and no Maction, which is a bummer, but I, I wish we had it, but we don't. So uh, we always have the offer from BetMGM using the promo code JUICE100 for new users, using that bonus code JUICE100. A couple of you guys have asked me when you've had problems either using it or questions about how it pays out with the free bets. BetMGM has on their app, they've got an ability to chat with a live person. I would definitely utilize that and because I, I don't know how they do it. So I apologize for that. I'm not inside how they award and when they cash out. Those are all questions for BetMGM. I know I tell you about it every night, and I really appreciate you guys using the Juice 100 promo code because it does track for us, and it does let us uh, – I mean, they're the sponsor of this podcast for that reason. So it shows you guys are using BetMGM and you're taking advantage of the free offers. So that's a big thank you to me, and I always would be very appreciative if you guys use BetMGM for that very reason for Daily Juice Bets. But – just so you know, I just don't know how it pays out, just FYI. But you have the NFL wagering on Wednesday. It's the same thing. You bet $1 even either on the Ravens or the Steelers to win uh, on the money line. You win $100 in free bets if either team scores a touchdown on Wednesday night for Baltimore and Pittsburgh. When you use that promo code JUICE100 when you register, when you sign up for a new account with BetMGM, and hopefully you'll take advantage of that. If you're in the states of Tennessee, Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, or West Virginia, this is open for you, but you must be physically located in one of those states. Go to BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older. Please gamble responsibly. You've got a gambling problem called 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado uh, and Nevada, 100Gambler in New Jersey and West Virginia, or 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. All right, two college basketball plays. So I'm going to have a self-imposed ban on UNLV. 
So, oh, I forgot about that. So let, let me cry. I'm 10 and 6. I forgot about that game. I got. So I, I went 1 and 3 yesterday in college basketball. Yee. And the one game I bet was from the Discord chat, which somebody gave out on the, on the Discord chat, which I appreciate them doing. Uh, so that was sort of a bummer deal. But so 1 and 3 yesterday in college basketball. Yee. That's not good. So uh, now 10 and 6 is the mark for college hoops. Um, but I am going to go to a team I used to cover a lot, Creighton University. And so UNLV, I, I have a self-imposed ban now. I'm 0-2 betting on UNLV games, so I'm done betting UNLV for a while. They play Alabama today. Bet Alabama, that would be my advice, but I'm just, yeah. <laughs> UNLV went 1-19 for 19 with their three best three-point shooters against North Carolina. We probably would have covered if they shot 40% from three. But I don't know what's going on with David Jenkins. He has looked nothing like the player he was at South Dakota State. And the whole team right now, they're all a bunch of newbies together. And I was worried about that. But I thought because of the fact that you had Jenkins practicing all last year with the team, that they would look differently. And the backcourt of Hamilton and Jenkins has looked lost in the first two games. I thought it could be one of the best backcourts in the country. No, <laughs> it's just not. And it's it's been shocking, to be quite honest, at just how poorly they have played. So Alabama is a team that shoots a ton of threes. They go up and down, but they got hammered by Stanford. We got that game wrong last night. So Stanford just blew their doors out. As Bama was two-point favorites, and they got killed. So, I mean, many people thought Bama would win that game, including I did. So, I mean, I bet that game. I had Alabama and Indiana. But we got Texas, Alabama, and UNLV wrong yesterday, at least I did, uh, that I talked about during the live chat, or the, uh, sorry, on, on the Discord channel, plays I had made, and the only game I got right was Indiana. So hopefully we see the board a little better today here in college basketball. But speaking of teams I've watched a lot, you know, Nebraska-Omaha is playing at Creighton University here today. Now, this is an interesting game because for Omaha, this is a... Mm, Super Bowl. I mean, this is huge. You don't think about these two teams being rivals. They're not really rivals, but they are technically, in some sense, because they are in the same city. And Omaha, Nebraska is a monster, monster city for college basketball. And, you know, people have talked a lot about UNO, as they used to be called, Nebraska, Omaha. The Mavericks basketball program has been growing, and they've been recruiting decently. And now they have a chance to go in match, in match wits up against the Blue Jays, which on a normal day, there would be 17,000 people at this game. Okay, There would be 17,000 screaming fans at this game. It would be an incredibly difficult place to go and play. Here's the thing. There are no fans. Okay, there's no fans. You're talking about one of the most cavernous buildings in all of college basketball. It is an NBA arena, and there's nobody there. So I can tell you, I've seen practices being run in what it sounds like when no one's there. It's eerie. And I think in the first game for the, for the Blue Jays, they didn't shoot well. Marcus Zagorowski was 2 of 11 from behind the arc. And I think that's because there's no juice you're talking about one of the best home court environments that nobody knows about, okay? Omaha is incredible. It is so hard to play in front of those people. And it, it's somewhat shocking to me when you take a look at the fact that there's no fans and there's no atmosphere. So here comes Nebraska-Omaha, 
who in their first three games shot a combined 6 of 35 from behind the three-point line. They're going into this game, and I don't want to lay 19.5 points here with the Creighton Blue Jays. I think they might cover it, but here's the thing. I hate betting unders in college basketball, but I'm going to bet the under here because I don't know if the Blue Jay offense is really humming the way it will be later in the year. I also think it's weird for these kids who used to play basketball. Last season, they're playing basketball in front of 17,000 fans, and now there's nobody there. And you look around, the sight lines are different. There's all these different things going on around these kids. I just don't think offense, I don't think it's conducive for offense. I don't think it's conducive. The number is 147. I'm playing the under 147 for Nebraska, Omaha, and Creighton. Under 147. And, you know, maybe the Blue Jays score 75 and Nebraska, Omaha scores 55. We hit the under. The Jays come close to covering right in that threshold of a 20-point victory. But I just don't think Nebraska, Omaha is going to keep this game all that close. I just don't think they score. First three games for UNO have all gone under. The first game for Creighton this season went under. I'm just going to ride with the with the look and the feel of playing in a funky gym, not great sight lines, and I don't think Omaha is going to want to run with the Blue Jays. So maybe Zegarowski comes out and shoots the lights out. Maybe Mitch Ballack comes out and he's one of the best three-point shooters in the game. Maybe he has a crazy like five-for-five five game. We lose the over based on crazy three-point shooting, but... I'm going to expect UNO to not score very much, and I think the Blue Jays will be okay, not great. So the first play, we're going Creighton and Nebraska-Omaha under 147. That game tips off at 5 o'clock Central Time, I believe. No, Eastern Time, 5 o'clock Eastern Time, 2 o'clock Pacific Time for that game here today. All right, one other play, and it's a big one. Kentucky and Kansas, all right? Big, big game. Number opened up four and a half. It's coming down. You can get this probably at three. Everyone's going on Kentucky because of the loss to Richmond in their last game, and everyone's expecting John Calipari's team to bounce back. I'm going to go a little game theory here, and here is why I'm taking Kentucky to lose this game and Kansas to cover the three. I bet three and a half, okay? But I think you guys can get three. I think by the time the game tips, it's going to be maybe even below three. So I have to bet the night before. So I'm going to get screwed here with a bad number, all right? So I'm telling you to bet it at three or lower. But I have to take three and a half because, well, I have to bet overnight, and that's the name of the game here with this podcast. I'm betting a half a unit on Kansas minus three and a half. And here's why. Kentucky wasn't expected to lose to Richmond. I get that. But Kansas already lost this season to Gonzaga. You can't lose to Gonzaga and Kentucky. You can lose to one of them. You can't lose to both of them. And I think you saw something with Kentucky. You can say, well, they were overlooking Richmond and they were looking ahead to Kansas. Absolutely. I think it's totally possible. But it doesn't mean that the team isn't vulnerable right now. And it doesn't mean that all these young players that have been brought into Kentucky, that they haven't gelled yet. And there is a lot of pressure when you play at Kentucky and you lose at home to Richmond. The sky is falling. And I don't think the quick turnaround benefits Kentucky. I think it would be beneficial to have a lot of time to kind of shake it out and get back to playing against Kansas here and on a neutral court. I just think this is why Calipari came out and said, I didn't do these kids you know, any justice by scheduling the way that we did. And that was before they lost to Richmond. <laughs> so now they're losing to Richmond, and they have to take on a Kansas team, which again 
if you play at Kansas, you're playing top caliber competition, but you don't lose to Gonzaga and Kentucky in the same season. So unfortunately for Kentucky, they lose this game, and I just think Kansas is a bit further along. I think Kansas got a bit more continuity, and they've already faced top-caliber competition. They've already gone into the belly of the beast, if you will, and played one of the best teams in the country, so they know what that type of game feels like. Kentucky doesn't. This is their first big game, their first high-flying game. Maybe that brings out all the energy. Maybe that brings out the stars for Kentucky, and they win this game. A lot of people are on Kentucky. I, I, I understand that. I've seen a lot of sharp people say Kansas is going to lose this game. Kentucky's got more talent. Uh, Okay, fine. This is a coin flip type game to me. I'm going to lay the three and a half points and take Kansas because I think there's something wrong with Kentucky right now. They very well might fix it, but I'm going KU minus three and a half here for this big basketball game. I have no feel on Michigan State and Duke, by the way. That's the other game in the Guardians Classic, right? They're calling it. I have no feel on that game. I got I haven't seen Michigan State play yet, so I got to watch Michigan State before I can feel really good about it. But those are our two plays here for us on a Tuesday morning. Two plays in college basketball. UNO at Creighton under 47, and we're going Kansas minus three and a half against Kentucky in a monster game, which you should get three. All right, I got three and a half, but by the time this game tips, you should get three. We're back on a Wednesday with a ton coming up here, and I'll have the winner of the Devontae Adams helmet tomorrow. I'll be able to tell you about it tomorrow on the podcast before we get into the Ravens and the Steelers for Wednesday night football. That sounds very weird, Wednesday night football. My name is Matt Peralt. Every morning, it's the Daily Juice podcast right here on bettingpros.com, brought to you by BetMGM.